Episode 7, The Whole Nailer Show, Parker Bird. Big storyline this week, and he's going to join us here in just a few minutes in the new studio. We'll talk about it more in the break. We'll see you in a second. Hope you enjoy the show. If not, as always. Holden Naylor turns, and Holden will take off and run himself. He's at the 40-yard line. Holden Naylor's to the 30. Look at him go. 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Pirates. There's local politics, bud. It's showtime. Episode 7, the Holden Naylor Show. Last one together for a while, boys. I uh, I take off on Friday for the UFL and New Beginnings, but... uh. Let's talk about the obvious first. We're in the new studio. We, uh, we're going to have some cool things up, obviously. We're not fully ready yet. There's going to be some jerseys behind me in a helm- two helmets right here. The camera's going to be a little bit higher. If you cut to Jack and uh, Kate and Jack, they're also going to have their jerseys up with two helmets there with a shelf. More lighting, too. We're going to have some sick TVs. If you go to Drew now, there's going to be a massive TV behind Drew. And hopefully all that's here by next week. Who knows? Because obviously it's a lot. We're Work doing in a lot. progress. Yeah, yeah, we're working on it, boys. So um, the sound should sound way better. And next week we're even dropping the ceiling down so there's zero echo. We were literally in a dungeon in my man cave at my house where the echo was really bad. We obviously know that. There's a little echo. Should be better now. But next week there should be a drop ceiling, zero echo. It's going to be nice, boys. Are you excited? Yeah, a lot of progress. I, I know we were going to do this uh, studio, but looks great. I didn't know it was going to come along this fast. Uh you said last one for a while. I mean, we're, we're still going to have it. Yes, we're still having it. I'm saying last one together. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm going to choke up. Yeah, I know. It, uh, it is. We it's might been... have to fly out to Dallas or Arlington and meet you out there with the traveling episode. That would be cool. That would be cool. Please do. We can bring the show with us. It's uh, as we did already from the main cave to here this morning. So, we're mobile. Are you, are you excited? Dude, I am, man. Um, all right, this is the people show, so it's time to be honest, huh? I, yeah. uh, you guys already know this. We talk about it off air, but I mean, there was times when I debated continuing to play or not. Right. Um, look, I love football. I love football just as much as anyone on earth. But as you guys know, I've, my body is extremely beat up. Right. Um, a lot of people don't know this. Uh, it's the people show. Let's be honest, huh? So, twenty twenty Georgia State, Cade, you were there, obviously. I got sacked on a play and fractured my spine and had two herniated discs in the same play and my back hurt the rest of the season didn't play that great really the rest of the season i mean i played a decent but i mean my back was hurt the mornings i would wake up you can ask Caden, and like i couldn't move barely um i thought it was just normal back pain and that summer going into 2021 we were conditioning one time and my right leg just went completely numb. And I was like, okay, like I think I'm, I might need to... Get this checked out. Yeah, so I went and they were like, hey, dude, you got two herniated discs and a couple fractures in your spine. And it was because that play, I remember the exact... Like, yeah. Um, so leading into 2021 season, I was in a back brace from here to here, didn't throw the entire summer leading to 2021 until a week before camp. Yeah. So we started off slow that year. I started off slow. I mean, no shit. I was, I was right. I had a broken back. The like, still, literally. Right. Um, I mean, it wasn't a massive fracture. I'm not like making it seem way deeper than it was, but it was a fracture yeah. and then two herniated discs, which hurt more than the fracture did. The fracture in, ended up healing, but pretty much the herniated disc still hurt. So I was just debating whether I should go do it and put that pressure on my body. But um, 
I guess the dream's not done with yet. I want to give it one more shot. How are you feeling like now? Because obviously you've had some time off yeah. now. Um, um, just working out. And dude, yeah, it hurts still. I mean, I haven't loaded my back, which is like squat, deadlift, anything like right. that, literally since 2020 when it happened. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there's some stuff, which a lot of quarterbacks don't do that anyways, but um, it hurts when I wake up in the morning. I mean, you guys know this, but like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I was just going to have to go see and hope it doesn't get worse and how does kind of the introduction uh with the ufl and and in arlington go for you as far as what you know now so you're going to go there uh this weekend you go into camp right yeah and obviously you're going to be competing for a spot um so i mean maybe give the people that don't know too much about the ufl kind of what it's like going into camp and showing up and hotel apartment just kind of stuff yeah so we uh so camp's about a month long there's four quarterbacks um they have a returner Luis Perez, who won the championship for him last year, he got traded there midseason and ended up playing pretty well. Um, he's played in all the spring leagues, not much so the NFL, but played a lot in the spring leagues and has played well. Um, he's kind of a veteran, one of the lone veterans in the in these leagues. Um, Drew Plitt is a guy that started for them for like the first three games, then got hurt. Um, he's coming back, and then Lindsey Scott, one of my good buddies, played at Incarnate Word. He's going to be there as well. I played with him in the NFLPA Bowl. He's one of my teammates. Um, and then me. So they're saying it's going to be an equal shot. Um, who knows if it will be or not until right. we get there, which we'll know next episode or the next episode. I mean, the show goes on like we said. So yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, Drew, Drew Plitt start, started as a starter last year. Yeah. And Luis Perez came and beat, I guess, beat him out midway or whatever happened. He got there. hurt. Got yeah, Drew got hurt. hurt. Yeah. So there's always a shot. Uh, I'm just curious. You know, you mentioned having your doubts. And I think we've all had our doubts in football <clears> at some point, especially after injuries or just maybe not playing a lot. Curious, what kind of made you flip back to choose a, to play again? Honestly, like talking to you guys, talking to my family, um, I just don't want to be four years old and like regret not playing. Like yeah. I played in the preseason and have been around NFL guys and know that I'm good enough to be in the NFL. Um, it's just one of those where it's just like you got to have some luck sometimes. I mean, four out of the eight starters last year in the XFL, or I think it was 10 teams back, uh, last year, but got back into the NFL. So, I mean, if – the money's too good, honestly. Be completely honest, the money's too good in the NFL not to give it a shot if I think I'm good enough. Yeah. So, Drew, we got Parker ready? Yes, sir. All right, so we'll get back to this. Okay. We have the storyline of not just ECU for the weekend, but literally worldwide news. Worldwide of right. sports, yeah. Um, Parker Bird, obviously everyone around here knows him. One of the greatest pirates of all time already, in my opinion. We all believe this. Um, joins the show. Parker, can you hear us? Yes, sir, I can. How you guys doing? Dude, what's up, brother? What up, what up? Appreciate you for joining, man. I uh it was it was a cool weekend. I'm sure it was for you, which we'll get to in a second. But just watching from the stands and seeing all the social media stuff, like you literally are a legend already. Um you from coming back from what you went through and then to get that at bat, then you I mean you're gonna play this year, I mean, already. Uh how does it feel, dude? I mean, it's great to be back, man. Just, uh, just a whole year of rehab, really, just to get back to this moment. It's pretty cool, just to be back out there with the boys and competing again. Dude, for sure. I think. Um, I mean, I know. Like, I mean, Theo Vaughn. I saw Theo Vaughn. You're, we're not the Theo Vaughn podcast yet, but uh, thanks for joining, brother. Um, not yet, I saw, man. Yeah, not it. yet. Um, Mark Cuban reached out, dude. I mean, you were everywhere. How does it feel to kind of be? Like, I mean, you literally went from, I mean, you were already kind of like Greenville famous, ECU famous, but I mean, you were like worldwide famous over the weekend. How does that feel? I mean, it's crazy just seeing people like Theo Vaughn. Uh, I mean, Danny Duncan reached out, which is crazy to me because, I mean, I watched him growing up and just seeing his cool videos and he reached out to me and was like, hey, let's do something together one day. So that was pretty cool. And then 
the Mark Cuban thing yesterday was wild to me just because, I mean, he's a multi-billionaire. And yeah. He, uh, I mean, it's just crazy to see the people that it's reached and uh, hopefully has impacted a good bit amount of people as well. Dude, for sure, man. Just keep inspiring. I mean, it's pretty clear that people are noticing your story and, uh, you know, hopefully you're just getting started, Caden. Yeah, who's the That's coolest right. person? Was if six year old you could look back and see, you know, the moment you had this weekend? What was the coolest thing? Maybe the coolest person you thought reached out to, you, or maybe like a dream come true. Just curious, like who that person um, might be. A six year old me. Uh, maybe a ten year old you. A ten year old. Um, I would probably still say uh, Ender Ender and Carcion, the guy that played with the Braves. Heck for yeah. A while. Just because, I mean, I'm a huge Braves guy. And uh, just if you went back and told 10-year-old me that a Braves player was going to be reaching out to you one day, I wouldn't even know what to tell you. I would not believe you at all. So just seeing guys like that, Tyler Mastek, whatever his name is, uh, following me, I mean, it's just pretty cool just to see. Uh, I mean, major leaguers just following you and reaching out to you and uh, just giving them your best regard. So it's pretty cool. That's awesome, man. What's up, Park? This is Jack here. Uh, first, I just want to say congrats. I know in your mind, though, the job's not finished and you got more you want to accomplish on this journey. Um, but I really want to know, um, just through all the videos we've seen and, and kind of what Jarrett was doing in the dugout and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, I saw Coach Godwin come up to you before the at-bat. Like, I want to know what that was like and what he said to you. Yeah, so the end of before, he, or actually, uh, I guess when we were warming up before the whole entire game, he was like, hey, uh, if we get a lead today, be ready to go. So, yeah. uh, in my mind, the whole game, I was just locked in, uh, preparing for that moment. And then uh, I think it was like the seventh inning, he's like, hey, start swinging a bat. So, we have like our mud room, we say, which is kind of underneath the bleachers. Uh, there's like a little net in there uh, and some turf. And so, I went down there and just started hitting a good bit into the net off the tee. And then I got back out there and was watching, I guess, the top half of that inning. And uh, as Connor Norby's brother, Ethan Norby, was just sitting out there shoving, and I was just like, dang, this is, uh, it might be the moment. And then I think they changed pitchers, so then we had our hitters meeting, and then uh, they kind of gave the scouting report on the new pitcher. And then after that, Coach Conn was like, hey, you're hitting second in this uh, inning. I was like, all right, let's go. So then I got my helmet, got my Evo shield, and uh, as I went out to the on-deck circle, I think – the fans started seeing I was out there. So, I mean, it was pretty cool just to see them excited for me to be out there just as much as I would. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, what's up? It's Drew. Uh, I just want to start saying uh, congratulations. Uh, Appreciate it. Like, what you've accomplished early in your career is just incredible. But uh, just, like, assuming, like, your dream as a kid is to just take an at-bat at the college level, and when you finally got to accomplish that, like, What's that feeling like you finally fulfilled one of your dreams of, like, playing college baseball? Yeah, I mean, it's wild. I mean, I, you guys know how, how cool it is to play in front of these fans. And uh, just, I mean, growing up an ECU fan, both of my parents went here. Um, so, I mean, growing up, I was always wanted to be a pirate. And then when I got the offer in ninth grade, I was like, I jumped on it immediately because, I mean, obviously ECU baseball is amazing. Coaching staff here is amazing. But the fan base here is phenomenal. So, uh, just getting the chance to really play here. And then after my accident, uh, just a lot of doubts there for a little bit if I was gonna, even going to play again, if I was going to walk again or even live. Uh, just seeing that dream being fulfilled now is even more sweet than what it would have been before. But uh, just really blessed to be here now. Dude, for sure, man. I You, you kind of talked about it, but, like, 
when everything happened with the boating accident and, you know, you fighting back, you, like you're saying you literally had to fight for your life there for a little bit mm-hmm. and then walking again and all that, like once all that kind of, you know, slowed down a little bit, it seemed pretty quickly after, you know, you said the goal is to get back to playing college baseball. You were going to play. You're going to be the first one to do it. You've done that now. Um, you know, that, you know, step is done with. What is the next step that you want to accomplish, you know, personally and as a team, but, like, what is the next step for the Parker Bird story? Um, I would say now it's just, I mean, continue to play baseball, obviously, but really just using my platform with the public speaking aspect of life now and just trying to reach as many people as possible. Um, there's been a lot of cool opportunities that have came the past really two, three days. And uh, so, I mean, just taking advantage of those and uh, just seeing how many people I can really reach because, I mean, one day I – I hope to be a Paralympian and a public speaker. So just using this platform and getting stuff started pretty early on, pretty key just to, I guess, the future. Um, but really right now just focusing on the next game, which is more at Campbell. So uh, just locked in on baseball right now. For sure. Yeah, kind of talking about uh, what you just hit on right there. Obviously a great opening weekend sweep. Uh, you guys outscored them by quite a few. You're moving to Campbell this week. Uh, by the time it comes out, that game will already been played. And then you have like a little home and away series with UNC. Uh, talk about kind of the team's mindset um, after last weekend with the sweep and, and moving forward with some tough in-state opponents. Yeah, I mean, we know that we have a tough week ahead. Um, just kind of have to have tunnel vision to this next game, which is Campbell. And not really looking forward to the UNC weekend, even though, I mean, everybody's excited for it. But uh, just take not taking Campbell lightly at all. I mean, obviously they had our number last year, but uh, I think that we have a great team this year and a great uh, great um, relationships with everybody, really. So uh, I think it's really special just to be on this team, and we're really looking forward to going to Campbell tomorrow and uh, hopefully coming out with a dub. Yeah, and I mean, they, they like you said, they kind of had our number last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this opening weekend, they had a great weekend uh, with Santa Barbara. They took two yeah. from them. So definitely looking forward to this week with you guys playing some ball. Yeah, those guys are those guys can absolutely rake down the They're good. Yeah, Parker, Caden, Caden here again. I kind of want to go back to the, the moment uh, this weekend. Curious how that was like for your family, you know, your mom, your dad, your, mm-hmm. your siblings. You know, what, what was that like? You know, they've been – with you know, your team's been with you too, but they've been with you. Right. Anyone they've seen that since the accident, since now. How special is that? You know, for your family. Yeah, I, it was special, man. That video that uh, I mean, the whole um, produced team here. They, I think they captured the moment, which was absolutely so cool to me. Just because I mean, they they've been through it all with me. I mean, they got up and moved from Laurenburg to Greenville, which is a, a huge move considering that we've lived there all of my life and. Uh, my sister's just making that change from uh, back home to here. My sister goes to Conley. The other one goes to um, Hope Middle School now. And just really them just supporting me the whole way. I mean, it was really emotional for them, but uh, just them knowing how bad that I wanted to get back onto the field and seeing me actually do that was really cool to in, to them. And uh, I know that they're really proud of me. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I want to, you know, Caden asked about the family. I want to ask about Coach Goblin. Uh, obviously, you mean a lot to him. You mean a lot, obviously, to the Pirate Nation now. But, you know, he was a guy that, honestly, I mean, he gave you a chance before all this happened to be a, you know, be a part of one of the best programs in the country. Um, but, you know, he didn't give up on you. I remember seeing after right. it happened, like, he was at the hospital with you. Like, what does he mean to you and what is that relationship like? I mean, it's special, man. He's, he's a great human. Um, 
I mean, like you said, he gave me a shot even before everything happened. And then after accident, a lot of coaches would have just given up on you and just said, hey, best wishes. I uh, hope you get back in life. But, uh, I mean, he's, that's why people commit here. It's because the coaching staff, him, Coach Palumbo, uh, really all of them, uh, they've just never given up on me and know that, that I was going to work my butt off to get back to uh, where I am today. And uh, I'll continue to work. And, I mean, him just believing in me just gives me extra motivation to get back because – I mean, if I don't believe in myself, somebody does. So um, just seeing him believe in me has really been everything, honestly. For sure, dude. He's uh, I got recruited by him a little bit when I was a, a baseball player, and uh, he's special. There's, re- there's a reason <laughs> yeah. uh, ECU baseball is the way it is. Kate, when you got Yeah, it? special guy. Yeah, Parker Caden here again. I got to ask, middle of a weekday, what are we doing at 11.55 a.m.? I remember I was either in class or if I had free time, maybe – Running over the playbook, maybe playing yeah. Fortnite if we had a chance. What are you? What are we doing <laughs> middle of the week? Uh, let's see. Today's uh, kind of off day for baseball. I mean, we still have lift at three thirty, but uh, after this, probably go to study hall, get my two hours in. Don't and, miss uh, that. Do some do some accounting work, but mm. uh, oh gosh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's great. But uh, yeah, that's about it. Today's kind of more uh, relaxed. We have lift at three thirty, like I said, and then. I uh, get some hitting done and then uh, do some FCA. So, how, how are we uh, relaxing when you get the the counting work done in between hitting and FCA tonight? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, I'll play some Fortnite tonight. <laughs> hey, we need to get on. <laughs> let's, let's go, go. boys. Do hey, let's do it. I'll let's have to it. text you. We'll get on with the boys, dude. 100%. Hey, we'll keep killing it, man. Uh, hey, go get in a bat in Omaha. We'll be there with you then. That'd be pretty sick. Hey, heck yeah. <laughs> heck yeah. Uh, keep it up, man. Uh, we appreciate you for joining. Proud of you. I know Pirate Nation is, and uh, we'll, we'll, I'll talk to you soon. I'll text you right after this. Yes, sir. See you guys. Thank you. See you, brother. Appreciate you, it. Thank you, man. Story of the Sports Weekend was was that, and that's pretty cool he joined. Um, what a guy. I mean, I, even – Yeah, sorry to interrupt, but I was just, like, watching what, a couple of those videos uh, before this, and still, like, two or three days later, like, I still get the chills from yeah. it. Um, First one ever. Yeah. It's, First. It's crazy. Yeah, I can't even imagine, you know, from where he was when the accident happened now, the just the mental toughness alone is yeah, amazing. I, mean, I agree. Learning how to basically bat again and play baseball again with uh, what I'm like. What I'm very impressed with, and I kind of mentioned it in the interview, was he went from fighting for his life to a week, week and a half later saying, I'm playing baseball again. Mm-hmm. I'm going to butcher this story, but I think uh, after the accident happened, um one of his parents said something along the lines of just like not going to play baseball anymore or whatever, something like that. And right off the bat, he was like, not yet. Like yeah. I'm gonna. And so just like the mental toughness and, and obviously I'm sure he's, he's had some, some dark moments along this journey, but what a positive influence he's been to kids all over the world who have gone through similar things or have stuff like that going on and, and are still showing up every day. And, and now they get to see this on ESPN where he's back in a college, a D one college game for a top program. Yeah. And so just so influential big time. Yeah. I just want to speak on his mindset. Uh, I remember like maybe six months after the accident, I was getting a lift in and he's like literally in there like pushing weight, like going as hard as he can. And so I know like it never slipped his mind that he was going to play baseball again, and I think that's just incredible by him. Yeah, special athlete, special person for sure. Now let's get back to UFL. Uh, we were talking about that. Where were we even at? With we, that? we were at. I asked you why you chose. <clears throat> you mentioned eight out of the 
eight quarterbacks yeah, yeah. last year. Got back into the NFL. Yeah, so like the goal is to get back into the NFL. Like that's the reason I'm playing this league. Now, is it good money for three months? Yes. Like that does have something to do with it. But I one of the reasons I came to ECU was to set myself up business purposes. Like when I whenever I am done with football. So like I'm not like thinking that far ahead. That's not the sole reason I'm doing it, but it is good money in that amount of time. But at the same time, like I'm doing it to get back into the NFL. That is the dream. That's why I'm doing it. If if the NFL wasn't a thing, I wouldn't play. Just be completely honest with you. And like I said, I mean, I said earlier in the show, there was conversations where I was like, do I even need to? Go? I mean, last week we were talking. Yeah. And I was like, dude, what am I doing this for? Because if I'm not doing it for the right reason, I don't need to do it. Because there's guys in there that are ready to roll and do it. And I do think I have the right reasons. I'm ready to go now. But um, I'm excited. It, it should be fun. And it'll be cool to document through this podcast. And look, the podcast might look a little different. You guys will be here. I'm going to be there. I don't know how the setup's going to be. I know I'm going to be in every episode. We're going to make it work. But yeah. um, it'll be cool to say stories, to give updates. I mean, it'll be like the Kelsey like brothers. I, or like I said, the hard knocks. Yeah, hard knocks. Of of the whole, the whole their teammates on it. Yeah, I think the big thing is people criticize doubt. But I think doubt's a human nature that we all have. And I remember even when we were in college, we had doubts at times. We had yeah. doubts if we wanted to even stay at ECU, both of us. Um, so I think that was perfectly normal. But one thing I told you was I knew you could do it. I knew if you come in, win this starting job, and have a great season, there's no doubt in my mind that you can make it back in the NFL, especially the preseason you had. It yeah. sucks. The NFL looks at preseason. It's kind of like not like yeah. counts. But I think you go in, you you you, you have a good battle. Um, you, I think you can get your way back in easily. When you talked about ultimately – you're going to think about what your 40-year-old self would look back. And so, dude, just go in there, have some fun, and play some ball with the boys. Like, you're going to have Zay yeah. out there. You're going to have your boys around there. Noah, so, Garrett McGinn. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Go over there, make your checks, and just start dotting some stuff up yeah. like you used that's, to. Uh, that, I think the most dangerous person in the world is someone with nothing to lose, and that's literally what I'm going Like, I'm going into it and saying, okay, in three months, I'm either done with football or I'm in the NFL. Right. Like, so I'm like, you know what? Might as well just go Let light it, it up. Yeah. I think the biggest question I have is, <clears throat> you know, the college locker room. You know, these we're all we're all friends. It's where you grow your friendship, the bond. It's tight. What's it like when you get to that professional level? I know you'll have ECU guys at this one, so it might be a little different. But yeah. when you got to Seattle, what what is that like? Is it more like a business? Like you're cool with the guys, but I'm just curious what that is um, like differently. It's different for sure. You're never gonna have the college um, atmosphere. Like again, just because, dude. Like you're living with these guys. Sorry, I'm moving. On, I'm talking. Um, you're living with these guys. Like in college, we all live together. Twenty four seven. Yeah, I mean, you're with them. If you're not, you know, with them. First of all, barely anyone has kids. Barely anyone's married. Like we're not BYU. No one's like that. Um, but like. I mean, you're you're with the boys twenty four seven. You're either at football, drinking beers, playing Xbox, going to a baseball, going games. to baseball games, chasing and then, chicks. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. But like, you get in the NFL and it's you go to work for. I mean, I was there probably fifteen, sixteen hours a day. Hmm. You go home, study, sleep. Go. Most people go home to their wives, their whole home, and go to sleep now is there some guys obviously there's relationships and there's some teams like i talked to deontay who played at ecu now is with the Bengals, and like they have a really young team so he says they do a lot more like college like stuff but i'm just speaking on what i've experienced and what i've heard is like i mean it's a job at the end of the day you can't you can get close to people but it's kind of hard to because like i mean one day you're sitting here and there, there's someone's locker right now na- right there and then the next day not even next day 
right after the meeting, the guy gets cut and you never see him again. And so that's where it's tough to like really mantle relationships and have them. Like the guys that you have relationships with, like you're blood tight. Like, I mean, I'm close with a couple of the guys in Seattle that will eventually join the show. But like minus that, it's just like business. It's like business partners or not even business partners, just like coworkers. Yeah, coworkers. That's what I was thinking of. It's kind of like I go to the office. I see you at the office. I go home. Yeah. I'm not really going to talk to you outside of the office. Yeah. I'll talk to you in the office, but that's, that's what it sounds like to me. That's kind of how it is. And like, and it felt like you will talk to them outside of it, but it's not like you're not going to, you're not, it ain't college. Like that's the best way. It's just not yeah. college. And you also got to think these guys are so famous that like you can't do that much stuff like outside of the facility, like together. Like I remember the whole team, Pete Carroll bought, uh, during camp, let us all, we canceled practice and canceled meetings for the day and took us to Topgolf and they had to like buy out all Topgolf and there was like, security everywhere like i remember jamal adams came in and like there's by the end of it there's hundreds of thousands not hundreds of thousands hundreds of people if not you know a thousand two thousand people outside of top golf and they needed security to like walk people to their cars yeah. and then you got to think these guys are driving away in their cars okay well jamal adams drives a white g-wagon now I, I know what he drives so i can like follow him home yeah so it's it's just hard to like hang out outside the facility now for practice squad players i mean i could go have beer with anyone anywhere <laughs> and they would not know actually seattle like actually knew us but it's still not like they'll treat you a little different than they treat geno smith like right, yeah. if you know what i mean what's the number one thing you're looking forward to dude i think honestly like I think it'll be. I've always wanted to live in Texas. Um, I'm a huge like what they believe in. Obviously, we're Americans, baby. Um, and then the guys on the team, dude. Like, I'm not going. I was talking to some people before the show. It might even been y'all. I mean, it was yesterday. But I was just like, I'm not going. It's not like I'm going to Seattle where I got to make new friends. Like, yeah. I'm gonna make new friends. But dude, I have guys there that like I'm blood tight with already that I've been through the wars with. Plus, like, even if. I'm not even tight with my own team. Every team is living there, so CJ is going to be there. Justin Red's going to be there. Warren Sabah is going to be there. Like, like I'm probably going to live with Warren Sabah. He's on a different team. Yeah. So it's just like, I think that's going to be cool. I mean, I'm going to have you know 10, 15 of my old teammates in the same city. And you play in the Rangers' old ballpark, right? Yeah, and it's right beside uh, the Cowboy. Yeah, yeah, all of that. So I've been right there. It's really cool yeah. that kind of spot um yeah so I'm that'd pumped. be cool we could have a crazy episode with like 15 dudes just filling in <laughs> with yeah. warren warren's dude. a huge you're gonna live with him that's gonna be a he's hilarious i think me him time. and noah henderson we're talking about uh living together so yeah i can get any pirates literally i mean obviously those guys we can get any pirates on um for the most part so anyone any of the fans that y'all want us to get on y'all have literally told us zay justin rough shane harold varner did that got him <laughs> so we're working on other people we had Big news of the weekend, Blake Prohl. Yeah. American Idol. Stunned. Um He'll be on. He actually was going to come on this week, but clearly his life uh, amped up a little bit over the weekend. So we're going to get him on. I think possibly next week we'll get him on, just spin if schedules. I don't even know what my schedule is going to be like. We don't know exactly what time we're filming, so we just got to kind of figure that out. But, yeah, man, I'm excited about it. should be fun. Um, support. First game's on ABC. Hopefully I'm starting by then. And then uh, we'll go from there. Yeah, so, I'm planning on going to the DC one for sure. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's in June. Pirate fans should go to that. Me and CJ will play each other. Obviously, other pirates too. Um, hey, that segment was brought to you by Anson Belts. You know how we feel about Anson Belt, the official belt of the Holt Naylor Show and ECU Athletics. If you haven't looked them up, AnsonBelt.com. Over 10,000 combination, micro adjustable, fits all seasons of life. Winter, chubby, <laughs> summer, skinny. It'll fit you all. All you got to do is tighten it. Look good, feel good, play good. Anson Official belts. belt of the whole Naylor show. Shout out to Anson Belt there.
boys, we already talked about ECU baseball. Um, obviously, huge week ahead. Hey, left fielder segment. Um, yeah. Jungle fever. Listen, listen, guys. He's scared. He's scared. We play Carolina. Scared. We reached out, and he ducked. Okay, I know guys he on that Carolina it. team. It's not. It's not over yet. Like you know, we could get a late response and do a side segment. Yes. But um, like I was talking to Holton, we're going to prepare for some teams to not come on. Yes. And so, like we did today, we had Parker Bird uh, hop on. We're going to have uh, ECU baseball player hop on if we can't get the left yes, fielder on. we will have someone jump on if they are scared to come on the show. Yeah. Dude, we're not going to like... We're going to have fun with it, but you know how Carolina is. You are we Carolina shocked? Is. Carolina ducked yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, that's... This is his chance to hop back on. We still have time. It comes out we Thursday. Still, we could edit all of this and just put his interview in. Yeah. I, I highly doubt it, Don't but run. we shall see. Um, is he, isn't Forbes still the coach at Carolina? Yes, he is. Wow. Keaton can't help us get that yeah, in the You know what, Jungle? <laughs> Go after him for <laughs> yes, not for not responding to the DM. Oh, it's Carolina anyways. You got to go after him anyways. Yeah. Uh, boys, I have a idea. I wanted to go across you guys while we're on the baseball segment. A league we've seen Savannah Bananas. It's pretty pretty huge now. Mm-hmm. I am thinking. I'm actually not thinking about. It. I just want to see a hy- hypothetical. What if we started a league? I want to hear what fans think too. Allow steroids, <laughs> five hundred foot fences, metal bats. And fourth outfielder. You know how Bash entertaining ball. Bash ball. You know how entertaining that would be. Yeah. Health wise, there might be some concerns. Yeah. I mean, but they don't gotta take voids. We're just ADA giving them. Approved them. <laughs> We're not doing any drug I have tests. A, I have a, a take sponsored by my brother. We had this conversation weirdly okay. a little bit ago. Uh and my middle brother Grant, he said, because Jimmy G just got busted for yeah. for uh steroids or some kind of uh performance enhancer, and he goes Jimmy G took the enhancers and still wasn't good at football. Give Barry Bonds his records back. Exactly. So I that's mean, why he just needs to come join the bash maybe, ball. Maybe, maybe we could get Bonds to endorse the bash ball. Yeah. League. Oh my lord. <laughs> I like it. I like the idea. Maybe instead I just of like, the metal bats might be crazy. No, I think that's even Drew, better. Drew brought up a, a point about the pitchers. Yeah, I was, I was just about to say. I don't know who you're going to get to pitch. They we have got, to wear football helmets. Yeah, they're going to have to be in like hockey goalie suits. <laughs> That might be a good take. Any little heart protector like the softballs? Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Pitchers got to get paid extra because, I mean, that's infielders too. No, this is a league where it's like the guys Third are washed base. up. They washed up guys. Maybe guys who didn't make it. I think this is the there's hot a hot corner. There's a lot of good ex-college uh, baseball players that would do this, I feel like. And they, look, they don't the, got a juice. The Virginia pitcher? Yeah. Uh, the dude who His Twitter's like yeah. Big Donkey or something. Yeah. But he, he maybe we they don't got to take roids. We're just giving, we're just gonna look, boys. We're not testing. We're not testing. We're not if you want to hit five hundred bombs, hit five hundred bombs. You're responsible for your own body. Exactly. <laughs> we're just gonna allow it. How high are these walls? I see it's a five hundred foot. Maybe we do a, that fe- is. a fe- maybe we do like a green monster, but like somewhere all the else. way around. Yeah. With so metal like, bats, roids. I, I still think it'd be, that's even a even better is that now. like 300 feet with like green monster it's not 300 feet in the air i wouldn't think no no, no. i'm saying like how big is the field it's still 500 Drew, feet how, oh well i mean well, it's 500 feet a high yeah. school field is like 360 no, Drew, how tall is the green monster see if we could look that up and figure that out but i mean you, you still keep the fences at 500 well no one's hitting feet. 500 feet with a metal bat and roids questionable Maybe. like people hit like 400 you clearly I, did more, not play baseball I, I did play baseball i'm more worried about the third baseman and pitcher taking a heater down the line Hot 37 corner. feet oh 37 feet yeah we can make it let's make the green monster all 50. the way around 50 feet tall yeah. maybe make it 
400 feet foot. Jason Giambi. I think a better idea is maybe bring it in to about a 300 foot fence. That's just normal. Little League is 200. Let me me get to it. You guys love to jump in. (laughs) Play with a tennis ball? So what we're going to do here, maybe a 300, 290 fence. That's shorter than MLB. I'm getting to the point. I'm getting to the point. But maybe like a 200 or 100 foot high fence high. So if you hit it, it's not really going out of the park, but it's bouncing off that wall and going everywhere. I think that would be more exciting. I think fans want to see bombs. I think if you're at 290 feet, though, that thing's going to bounce back to shortstop <laughs> but could you imagine seeing the baseball field everyone's just chasing this ball yeah. or hey fence. even better we have different venues where there's one that's yeah then you have one that's 500 like feet. polo grounds did you ever play mlb the show yes i did polo grounds where like the center field was just like i don't even know <laughs> how left far field it was. was like 220 exactly yeah, yeah yes. but 220 with the 300 foot fence not that we high. might that's be on to something but maybe we can get the garden gnomes of uh greenfield to sponsor have y'all seen that what <laughs> yeah. a bad name i mean i'm for it jack you were hyped up there for a second do you like that no name? I, I think it's just going to be like another entertaining it Greenville's will be. A, a baseball town like, oh for sure it's gonna be fun we yeah we just don't need we could have came up with a better name boys. what would you chose not garden gnomes. I'm sorry. Off the it's top just of the like head. the Guardians and then like the Washington Commanders. There was a couple. There, there was, was a lot of. Cool it's harder ones. to come up with a name. Than Drew, think. Can't think of none right now. <laughs> I got. I thought you signaled me to. I talk. think with oh, Subdogs, no. it could be the sponsor of the team. Ooh. Listen, Subdog Glizzies. Not the Subdog Glizzies. Oh, the Greenville oh, Glizzies. <laughs> the Greenville Glizzies. I'm I'm a fan hot of that. That apparel would be sick. I'm sure they would crush some baseballs. Shout out. Sponsor us, subs. I mean, we're <laughs> the Greenville Glizzy sponsored by Subdogs and that apparel. I, th- I feel like there's a lot of like minor league teams and teams like this that have like cool apparel that are like kind of sketch too, but like funny that people buy. I think that apparel would be sick. College night, three dollar sub crushes, one dollar Glizzies. Yeah, I would be there. Yeah, I mean, but instead we're the. I would the use my. Uh, I'd use yep. my free lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So so are we gonna? Someone, do we have a billionaire following us on the Twitter rock. that's going to uh, support Huber. our baseball league? Vince Mark. McMahon. We Whoa. need to see you along. <laughs> that's a hot topic. Hot take. He, uh, <laughs> not right now. We can't mention Vince McMahon. He's, he's got uh, some <laughs> Mentions him twice. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think that that is kind of, I think it's a great idea. I think we need to find someone to get this thing rolling. I almost went down a, a rabbit hole there, but okay, yeah. Let's go. ECU basketball, um, killing it right now. ECU I, sports, ECU sports skill, softball too. Shout out softball. Yep, softball's killing it right now. I think lacrosse opened up too. pretty good too. Yeah, there yeah, we go. There, go, there we go. Um, but ECU basketball boys, you stopped. Jack stopped me. I went to the Charlotte game in Charlotte, and I left that game so mad. And I texted y'all, and I was like, I'm about to go ham on about ECU basketball because I felt like some people in ECU weren't taking it seriously and I don't feel like we should be losing to UNC Charlotte in any sport whether it's football, basketball, anything we have better fans, better facilities not better facilities now I went to Charlotte, unbelievable that basketball place is unbelievable they clearly put money into it and it's paying off because they're winning Um, nicest community college in the state it is the nicest community it's funded by the state, that's why Yeah, (laughs) Uh, but shout out to ECU basketball killing it right now, three game Win streak also in conference is that seven games in conference is the most wins they've ever had in conference in the history. So um, still in the middle of the conference, we're still trying to get through. I have them, I have money line. Or I mean, uh, Future. futures of them winning the conference championship in the tournament. So I think this was the right stretch for them since 
the South Florida since the Charlotte game. You know, they had UTSA kind of subpar. They had Wichita subpar. Tulane's falling off, and they got Rice again Saturday. I think this is the stretch to win because their next games after Rice, it's Memphis, it's North Texas, SMU, and Charlotte again, and those are all games where I Tough. would have us underdog. It, like Gotta probably five plus point underdog. So I think this is a perfect game. You beat Rice. You go on a four team streak. You get the guys juiced up, and you might be knock off one of those teams. And Memphis isn't playing the best right now. No. They got bodied by SMU the other day. So they start off really hot and were ranked like top fifteen, and they're just not playing good right now. All it takes is confidence, especially in basketball shooting. You go on a four game streak. You beat Rice. You get some confidence yeah, against I, North Texas UAB. This could be a, a good. This is a good peaking part. I agree. Um yeah, ECU basketball, let's stay hot, boys. Let's uh, stay on the basketball before we do. Shout out Worth Chiropractic, 1-800-BACK-DOC. Call them today. Two convenient locations on Arlington Boulevard. They kept me on the field when I was here. I'm sure they're keeping basketball on the court. They are. Baseball. Yep. Going now. Softball. Yep. Worth Chiropractic, 1-800-BACK-DOC. Make sure you go check them out. Appreciate their support. Uh, and I appreciate them for keeping me on the field and ready to roll when I get to Arlington. It's a great looking big building, by the way. If you, it is. If you've never seen now. it, yeah, yeah. The one I go, I drove by, I drive by it every day on uh, when I go to rehab. I might have to stop in there, but just a great establishment. Yeah, let's stay on the basketball topic, boys. Past weekend, All Star Game, absolutely horrendous to watch. I turned it on. Drew lost both of his All Star Weekends bets, which we're not going to talk about till later. But <laughs> don't um, bet on All Star. Mm. <laughs> It was terrible, though, dude. It was brutal to watch. And, like, I want to bring up the topic is how do we fix these All-Star games? Because the Pro Bowl is terrible now, too. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the All-Star game, there was ze- there's no defense in NBA regular season unless you're the New York Knicks. But other than that – Or no the one- fourth quarter. But Yeah, or the fourth quarter in yeah. NBA games. But All-Star game, dude, I mean, it was – Carl Anthony Towns is doing a layup contest at the end of the game. I'm like, dude, what are we doing here? I've got a – I've got a Yeah, so how do we think – how do you think you fix it is my question. What – if you're – Adam Silver, first of all, NBA, then we'll get to football. If you're Adam Silver, how do you fix it? Well, I think it's the same approach with both because I kind of thought about this take when I was watching the Pro Bowl weekend the other weekend. Um, and I was like, dang, like it was sweet growing up seeing videos of Sean Taylor laying out the punter at the yeah. Pro Bowl. And I understand the risk uh, that the athletes are looking at about possibly getting injured or just fatigued during the season in the case of basketball. But my thing is, if you're going to – have an all-star weekend and expect people to want to watch and invest in it mm-hmm. go get young exciting players that will say you know what like i'll i'll go play all i got for that hour or whatever it is and make it incentive based so like put a big check in front of those young guys and be like hey if if this older guy uh like if lebron was like i don't want to risk getting hurt i'm getting too old blah blah, blah. that's cool you're an all-star but go put a young dude. Go put De'Aaron Fox in there who's hungry for making his name out there. Are you just Give trying him, to get a Kings player in the No, All-Star I'm talking game. NFL, too. Like, go get a big check and go ball out to win. That, that's a great point. You make an incentive base. What drives the world? Money. Money yes. drives the world. I think what you do, though, is also you keep the skill challenge in all these different All-Star games. Yeah, I like that. Everyone loves the skills challenge. I personally don't, but I get majority people do. I think it's cool, but it's kind of we could do that somewhere else. But I like it. Everyone else likes it. Keep that. Make that incentive base as well. People like seeing other people win money. But the all-star game as well, make like you said, make it incentives-based and make it big incentives because maybe LeBron or maybe you know these big names. I don't watch the NBA like that, but they Jaylen want Brunson. Yeah, Jalen Jalen Brunson. <laughs> they may want to stay in. You, you win the all-star game, each person gets a million bucks. I know that right. might not be and a lot for all of them, but it's like in the case of baseball and the MLB all-star game. I'm pretty sure 
whoever wins the all-star game gets that extra game at home in the world series i could be wrong um no that is in baseball that's right yeah. so that was my take was first of all basketball let me make sure i read my notes so first of all i would say is make it incentive based but these are my incentives y'all didn't go into details fully about that mvp 100 percent. i think it should be a million dollars mvp of the game I don't care how rich you are. A million dollars is still a million dollars. And the NBA has the money to do that. That's not like they don't. Their ratings are plummeting because of stuff like this, I feel like. And there's no defense of regular season. But I do think that I know they have money to give a million dollars to the MVP of the All-Star Game. Plus, I think five hundred grand to defensive MVP because then mm-hmm. it encourages defense. You got to give more on defense, I feel Listen, like. No, okay, well, either way. Money wise, you need a defensive MVP, normal MVP, and then, like Jack said, I think you give home court advantage um, to the, the winners for the finals of that game because then it makes the good players play, makes them play hard. Now, do I think that they need to be playing as 82 games a season? No, I don't, but that's a whole different topic. So, if you're going to do the All Star game, let's make it. Not like it was yesterday, a layup contest or dunk contest, like or half court contest. Yes, yeah, which was impressive. David made two of those, but it's just like, dude, this is you got to fix this. Like yeah. if you, so Drew, what do you think about NBA before we get into NFL? Yeah, I thought. Um, I know Caden talked about the skills challenge. I thought that was the silliest thing of All Star <laughs> Weekend. Scotty Barnes was throwing half court shots behind his head, and Anthony Edwards was shooting lefty. Yeah, like that was silly to me. So, um, I think that needs money, and it's been proven with the in-season tournament that if you put money in front of them, they will try. You can't tell me the in-season tournament was the same intensity as the regular season. Like yeah. that, that looked like playoff b- basketball to me. And when I look, look at that, they got 500K. And you can't tell me the Lakers, who are an older team, they were playing as hard as they could yep. for 500K. So you put a million dollars on one player? Right. Like You can't tell me they're not going to try hard for that. That was cool during the in-season tournament, too, how – Older guys who don't care about the money, like LeBron, who's like, "Hey, I got a lot of guys on two-way contracts yeah. or rookie contracts." He's like, "We need a win for them." So, like, that was cool. Would you guys buy a ticket to one of these All-Star games right now? No. Why would you? Or do they even sell tickets to the Pro Bowl? There's no way they sell tickets. To that. I'm just curious if you guys could go. Would you go? They for sure. No. If you had to spend your, I'd money. go to a baseball no. game. I go to baseball. Yeah. Baseball's yeah. different. Not basketball. Fo- or basketball football. or football? No. Even the dunk contest was horrible. Save your money and go to one of your team's normal yeah. home games. And that's another thing with dunk contests and three-point contests. you got to start putting money in front of them. No one's going to do the dunk contest. I mean, I hate to say it, like, Mac McClung, hats off to you, dude, but, like, He's, people want to see Zion, Ja Morant. Like, they yeah. don't want to see a G League player out there dunking. I think the judges are ruining the dunk contest, too. Um, Jacob Toppin had, like, the second-worst dunk, and it was a 360 between the legs reverse. Yeah. Like, and Jalen Brown jumped over Kai Sinat, who is five foot five, yeah. and got a higher grade than him. So yeah. I just, I, I don't know what the judges are grading that off of. of yeah, like I agree. I mean, I think so. We all agree that's incentive based. I think me and Jack had a good point about making it where you have home court advantage in the finals too, if you're on that squad. So yeah, I think that's disrespectful to the best team in the league. I mean, what'd you how? Wait. So, um, for example, like, let's say the Nuggets got the best record or like the Warriors when they were 73 yeah. and 9. Then Steph you, and Clay better ball out in the All Star game. Yeah. But, like, I don't think that's fair because what if no one else is trying? They better give them boys a try. You can't. That's the point of it to get everyone to try. Yeah. But, like, I don't think the Warriors should be punished for Plus, a you gotta, game that you doesn't. You also got to think usually there's like three teams per side that, like, have a legit shot, maybe two that have a legit shot of winning that side of the bracket of the conference. 
So if there's two teams, like on this side right now, like the Knicks can finish top four through one technically in the East right now. So like Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle would have tried in the All-Star game. Like you see what I'm saying? Like there's if there's four teams and if they're top four teams, they're going to have multiple All-Stars. Those guys are going to try. That's eight and then guys the, right there. Then you got Tatum and Brown on the Celtics who are like, no, screw that. Yeah. We need it. So then they're going to try more. You see what I'm saying? I get that. But minutes are also based off of fan voting. So Yeah, but they, we just need to get away with that. That's dumb. I didn't even know that, to be honest with you. Yeah, I just think it's hard right now. Yeah, to it is. Do that. NFL, what would you do with NFL? Because I got a great one. I'm saving mine for last. What would you do? Um, flag I was thinking football like, is flag boring. football is awful, but like I get people don't want to get hurt. I do like when we grew up, the Pro Bowl was intense. That one's tough as football because football is a, t- a brutal game physically. I don't have an opinion on bigger that. Bigger risk of injury. Way bigger risk of injury. I'm curious what the incentives would be though. Like I know MLB does home court advantage. You talked about NBA home court advantage. What would the what would the NFLs be? Wait till you hear mine, buddy. All right, I'll wait. Maybe so I'll you don't have, have anything. I don't have anything. I was just thinking about oh, it. Oh, you did yeah. good studying. Good job, Caden. What is that? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> well, I, I kind of just mentioned it for the first part. Like, if you get older guys that don't want to go do it, go get the younger guys and put a fat check right in front of them. Um, you know, like, go get some of these young guys like Sauce Gardner and just say, hey, man, like, here's the check. Like, go ball, go compete. Yeah. And like I said, I do understand the risk of injury. Um, but, I mean, like, I, I don't know. What's get your suit? You. Right, I got to hear Drew first. Um, as far as the Pro Bowl game itself, I think uh, we do just got to throw money in front of their face more than what they possibly are now. But uh, I think we need to bring back like, who's the fastest man there? There's no more like races. Uh, who bench presses the most? Like, I want to see Aaron Donald throw up two twenty five like fifty times or whatever Larry Allen did back yeah. in the day. Like, I want to see stuff like that too, not just them. Throwing a ball, playing dodgeball, yeah, yeah, or like dodgeball. That's a good. So see that my thing is you're never gonna have like a full football game. You're just no. not anymore. Like that, those people cut from that cloth are done with. And look, I've I've been in that situation, not in Pro Bowl at all, but I'm just saying I've been in NFL locker rooms. I know how long and grueling one day is in an NFL locker room. Like better yet, 18 weeks, 19 weeks plus the playoffs, and then you got to go play another game. Like no one's gonna want to do that when the season's done with. Like. It's like a breath of fresh air, and then you're like, oh, you got to go play in the Pro Bowl and actually play. You're like, no one's going to do that anymore. Um, mine is, this might sound crazy, in the locker room, and you guys have been, I don't, uh, college a little bit talks about it. Everyone talks about, I used to hoop. I used to be able to hoop in high school and yeah. blah, blah, blah. I think you do a Pro Bowl, but it's, a, it's pretty much like a celebrity basketball game but for the Pro Bowl guys and then you do a three point contest and a dunk contest you're telling me the NFL goes Pro to Bowl is going to be basketball dude I'm telling no just think I'm just saying think about the NFL doesn't care about anything but views and money I'm telling you that's just how it is TV would love it the whole Fans point of this it. conversation though was no. how do we get back to what we were you're doing. not going to be able to that's what I think they should do I think that's just how you get rid of the it. Pro Bowl I don't want to watch uh, Joe Burrow and Patrick. Mahomes. It's not Joe Burrow. Okay, they can go shoot basketball. And you don't, you don't think that someone would watch a dunk contest? They probably with Miles would, Garrett doing but it's a dunk still, doing dunks. I think that's worse than where we're at today. Yeah, I don't. Nine and a half foot goal. Ten. They can. I think I'm going. This is the. Well, like, what are they doing that's impressive? That on, on ten foot. Bro, do you know how athletic NFL players are? But nothing we haven't seen. You, I promise you, you would see stuff that you haven't. seen. It would shock some people. You would I think. see Miles Garrett weighs two ninety five, and he could do. Insane. I mean, these guys aren't, you know, six four. Yeah, I get that. These dudes are freaks. But like we've seen Mac McClung at 
I'm five, not What? How are you not impressed? I mean, I'm impressed with it, but like, you, I hope you don't you're think never Miles judged. Garrett would be more impressive than Mac McClung? I don't. I don't oh, think so. Oh no. goodness! No, no they're y'all not. Got, okay, y'all don't like clean the legs. I think for at least I know the NFL players would try. I know it would get views, but you cannot tell me that that stadium would not fill up with tickets and people would not watch that. Would you? I, I want to watch listen, football. Listen to this though. Yeah, but you're. That's not even an option. Let's just say that's an option because it's not. If we're being honest, it's not an option. Yeah, can you agree? That's not an option. I don't know. Yeah, pro ball's Stumped over. Him. Pro ball's over. No, just listen though. <laughs> I don't like your take just, though. Would you? Would more people watch the dunk contest of this past year with Jacob Toppin, Mac McClum, a G League Mac McClum for the star for NFL the first year, for the first year? Maybe, but is it sustainable? No. Yes, I I promise there would be NFL players itching to do that every single year. They, they would never get like where NBA is now. Where they this take is your only hand. incentive for the NFL. Your MVP for the Pro Bowl, they get to date top celebrity female. Then don't, they come to you. you then you come to they come to their stadium, and that team just blows up the next year. We've seen it. It works. It's great. I think that's guaranteed Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> That's end of story. That's how you uh, do it. Only incentive. I'm kind of upset that you guys didn't like that. I, yeah, I bet sorry. fans will like it because I thought that was a great take. I, being in a locker room, dude, we had goals everywhere in the facility. We would be before before practice. We had a goal outside and in an indoor, and guys would be shooting. Before practice or during practice. Well, I don't know. I yeah, think. I'm sorry. You can just tell y'all are hoopers. <laughs> is what it is. I'm not. Today. Well, we, I'm a rebounder. When you get Clipper Chandler, did y'all see their... Uh, yeah. <laughs> when you get one of them. They're having a three-point contest soon, which one of us might be a, uh, a guest a guest appearance. Like the Royal Rumble. They're having people in and out uh, randomly without knowing who's going to show up. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Gotta get practice. Drew's the shooter. Drew's got a little... I'm about to say, I got Drew's a little got jump got some splash. <laughs> All right, let's get to our bets. Uh, we're filming on a Monday. We release on Thursday, so it's a little bit tough. We're filming on Monday, obviously, because I leave here soon, and Caden's leaving for work. Not, I mean, he's leaving for like two days, and Jack has Kane's game. So, Jack, are you betting on the Canes? You're 3-0 and right now, correct? Yeah. Uh, so, well, I'm, the Canes, the second part of my bet from it's last tonight, week is tonight. Which you're going to. Yeah, I'm going to the game right after this. So, right now I'm 1-0. I think I'm going to get 2 and 0 tonight with a Canes win over the Blackhawks. It was a huge win on Saturday at Vegas yep. uh, versus the Golden Knights. Big upset. That's plus money if you decided to take that with me. Um this week though, I'm going both NBA. Um I'm I'm keeping my perfect record with the Canes intact and I'm I'm just going to stay away from them because they're going to go against two great teams um this upcoming weekend. So I'm going NBA. I'm going to take the Dallas Mavericks minus two and a half versus the Suns and the Raptors minus one and a half versus the Nets. Uh, I think the Raptors have some of your boys over there. Yeah, I like the Raptors. Yeah, and so uh, we're going to do that. And then the Mavs, uh, Luca's just every time I I doubt him or or if I'm on prize picks and I take an under, he's dropping 60 or something crazy. So uh, I'm just banking on them to beat KD and the Suns. Where are those games being played, you know? Um. I don't think you, I know. I, know. Well, I know the Raptors once in NBA, Toronto. though, doesn't matter as much. NBA I know the Raptors is I'd in Toronto. So. Traveling. Well, probably not th- today, but like traveling does kind of catch up. No, it does for know, sure. Practice. But like, in, it's not like college basketball. Right? That's what Kate, Kate Watt is a college basketball guy and like home court advantage in college basketball is like yeah. 80% of the time the home team wins. So yeah. who do you got, Kate? 
Well, I just want to say I went two and zero last week. I went zero and two. Boys are hot. Zero yeah, and two. Well, when I lose, I went zero and two the week before that, and I had to hear it from everyone like I'm God or something. I have to get everything right. But uh, I got three games this time. I'm go three. I'm up the ante. So if I go zero and three, it's even worse. So I'm gonna start off Saturday. Uh, I'm going against myself. I say it every week. Bet the home team. Bet the home team. I got, I got, I got two of the three away teams, but for a reason. That like, didn't work well for you last time. I didn't. I like Houston at Baylor. I think I'm gonna get yeah, really Houston's good odds well. there because Baylor is a top 15 team. It's at Baylor. Houston, I think is. There's four teams I really think that can win the championship, and it's UConn, Purdue, Houston, and I forgot the fourth, but there's three I think that can really win it. Um, so I think Houston beats Baylor, and then I like something I hate doing. I hate doing this, and I hate betting on the Pirates, but I think ECU is hot right now, and they're playing a Rice team, and I think they might get four points favorite. They might even be an underdog. I don't know how this line's going to shake up because ECU is known to struggle this year in basketball. And they're on the road. I don't know where it's going to fall, but I like it wherever it lands for ECU. And then lastly, this is the one I feel the best about. SMU home, the one home team on this slate for me, against, uh, I mean, South Florida home against SMU. You took uh, FAU against South Florida. I think South Florida is the best team in the league and the American. I like their guy, Kaysen uh, Kaysen, Kaysen, yeah. Yeah, so I, I'm taking South Florida against SMU as well. That's like a it. crazy environment as well. South Florida, yeah, they had a really it was first sellout in a while. It's first year coach, so shout out those guys. They're balling right now. I do think that they're they're good, but they're not like Houston was good last year. Like no, ECU no. can beat any team in this conference, so that's what makes me exciting and why I have a future for them <laughs> in the uh, conference tournament. Drew, who do you got? Yeah, uh, so I got two uh, player props for the NBA. Uh, my first one is Victor Wimbenyama under thirty four and a half points yep. plus rebounds. Um, He's going against Sabonis. That's his matchup. That's the number one rebounder in the league. Um, and it's at Sacramento. Uh, mm. Victor has struggled against bigger centers. Uh, he is a little small right now, so he gets moved around. So uh, he, he might score 20, but I don't see him getting 10 rebounds. So I like that line. And uh, I got LeBron over 30 points plus assists. Uh, LeBron is kind of hard to bet on because uh, you don't really know if he's going to shoot the ball 10 times or 20. But uh, he's going against the Warriors, and he really tries hard against the Warriors. Um, last time he played the Warriors, he had 36, 20, and 12. So um, he plays hard against them. He takes a, a lot of shots. And uh, Clay Thompson is coming off the bench, so that brings in Kaminga. So Jonathan Kaminga is going to have to guard LeBron. I think he'll struggle with that. So I'm going LeBron over 30 points plus assist. Light the beam right behind are, us. We got him. Are we going to let? Are we going to let Drew slide? Like no one mentioned he went 0 and 2 last. Drew did, but he's been an All Star. That's oh. why we're just like we need to stop with that. Thanks, Holden. That's and he crazy. bet against the Knicks, Jalen Brunson. What are you, I told him as soon as he did that, he shouldn't have done that. I go 0 and 2. I get text messages. I get. Just destroyed on the next show. Drew goes 0-2, and we're actually we're gonna put the pass. We've, we've all had an 0-2 week now. I want to elaborate on the Sabrina miss. The whole weekend, I was harping. Oh well, she's shooting from the WNBA line it's with a WNBA ball. It. A whole foot? Yeah, stop it. Twelve inches. That's she's ball. a baller. She used the WNBA's ball still. Yeah, but a foot difference of every shot that adds up. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you there. Women shoot from different tee box. Women shoot yeah. from different. Yeah, and I couldn't have I predicted she was gonna switch that the day of. Now it's, yeah. it's a bad beat. Bad beat. You it's should. You shouldn't. Have, let's just acknowledge it. Yeah. Don't bet against the Knicks. And don't bet All Star games. That too. Until I they change my lesson, it. Guys. So wait, okay, cool. Um, my bets. First of all, are brought to you by Wayne Hardy Law. One eight hundred injured. Shout out to those guys. If you're in a car accident, 
Uh, they will get you right. They'll get you a rental car, help you. They'll treat you like family. That's the Wayne Hardy difference. Shout out to those guys. 1-800-INJURED. If you're in an accident and you're injured and need a lawyer, they're the guys to go to. They will get you right, boys. So shout out those guys. My bets of the week, Knicks, Thursday night, <laughs> plus one and a half at the Sixers. Now, boys, I'm taking this. I'm going out on a limb. Honestly, I do not feel great about it if the team doesn't play. That We have like eight. We only had four guys that were on full contracts play the last like five games. That's why I didn't bet on them. Um, so why are we taking this? Because I think everyone's going to be back except Julius Randle. And if we have everyone back, I'm taking Knicks plus one and a half at Sixers. We beat them last time when we had OG and Anobi playing. Um, plus we even have um, Bogdanovich and Alec Burks playing. Alec mm-hmm. Burks played. Alec Burks comes in the game. He's like our seventh or eighth guy that we traded from the Pistons. He used to play for the for the Knicks. Very fun to watch. I think he has the confidence of, like, Michael Jordan, but he has the talent of Alec Burks, and so he just yeets up threes all the time. But as a 7th or 8th man, we need that. And so. no, no Embiid for the Sixers. No Embiid, yeah. yeah. So I'm feeling good about it. Um, I'm going to take the Knicks plus one and a half. And then staying with the Knicks, I'm taking Jalen Brunson over in points. The dude's been exhausted. Drew, y'all watched the game the other night. I mean, it was him and a bunch of G League guys out there playing. Um, he finally got some rest. An all-star game, like we talked about, he didn't really try that hard. No one did. Um, he's going to have a lot of help, which means you would think you would take the under in points. His points are actually going to just get lower, I would imagine, because he has a lot of stars coming back. I'm going to take the over because they know, look, we want to beat the Sixers. We're competing with them in standings. That's going to be a big game for the Knicks. Embiid isn't playing. Jalen Brunson, like he he played in the three-point contest and did pretty well. He's not like a three-point shooter. Like He'll shoot yeah. a few. He's more of like a get-inside floater right. type guy. So I'm going to take him over points. Embiid's not in the middle. Uh, he won't block those floaters. Yeah. Should we uh, should we do a little challenge with uh, any of our listeners that if, if they take any of our bets, maybe they could DM it to us and, and we could hook them up with some Madame Mesquite gear? We should. Because we, we got we Madame giveaway. Mesquite, great gear. Uh, I actually just took the hat off. I was wearing it all weekend Yes, uh, from the time we last recorded. Great hat. We also have some shirts, some stickers, stuff like that. So uh, maybe if, if one of our listeners kind of DMs us their bet slip or something and said, you know, I'm, I'm following with the boys and, yep. and we're going. DM us. And, yeah. We got to give it to the losers, though. Well, just even if they take it in general. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the boys are hot recently. We, I don't know our full record. We were twelve and four going into last week. I went one and one. You went two and zero. Oh. I'm about to go. He's two about and to go two and zero. Oh. And what? Oh, and, so something <laughs> that's six losses. Still positive though. Yeah. We're still winning. That's yeah. double. Yeah, we're up. We're up in units. Um, but yeah, we'll follow us at Whole Ailer Show. Tag us if you want to look. Just tag us, and if you want Madam Mesquite gear, we'll send it to you. They are sending us stuff to give yeah. away. Um, at Whole Ailer Show on X, you will get some Madam Mesquite gear, boys. Anything else? Episode seven. I think that's all I got. I'm going to Raleigh. Go Canes, go! I remember my fourth team. It's UNC. I think UNC can win the national championship in basketball. We'll see. So it's Purdue, I think so too. Purdue, UConn, UConn, Houston, and Carolina. I hate saying that. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. Um, thank you guys for listening. I am on to go play in the UFL, boys. It's the last time I'll be in the studio until summer, obviously. Then back into it. But I will be in every single show. So don't yep. think the show's stopping. We're still releasing Thursday at 12. No matter what, we're making it happen. Um, we are committed to I'm going to be jealous, boys. Next episode, hopefully there's some stuff on the walls. TVs, helmets, jerseys. And we're singing with Blake Prawl. And hopefully Blake Prawl joins us if the schedule allows it. I don't know my schedule like we said before. Um, I'm jealous of you guys for getting to hang out in the studio, boys. And we're getting new furniture. This is just all temporary. I'm telling you. The boys, we're getting a nicer camera on Drew. 
a camera just like ours right here eventually on drew too so a lot of things in the work boys it's been uh it's been fun i'll be videoing in from texas and uh we'll see you next time <laughs>